Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. All right. I had an interesting idea today. I was working out. I was looking around the gym. I was thinking about myself. I was thinking about people that I know. And I was thinking about how gyms are just like a lot of times used for people to have affairs. They go there and they... um, And This is my thoughts. So I could be way off base, but I was just thinking through the like the affair process so you go to the gym and this episode's going to do with potential like your potential maybe not seeing what your potential is and um living up to your potential but i was looking around and i just uh was thinking about how many people that are working out and they go there and they have a spouse or a girlfriend or a boyfriend and their girlfriend or boyfriend doesn't really pay attention to them and they're working out hard, and then that person, their girlfriend or boyfriend or spouse doesn't actually go to the gym and work out. And so they're there, and maybe they haven't worked out very much at all. Like maybe they've never worked out. Now they're going to the gym and they're starting to get in shape. People are starting to notice them. And because they haven't really recognized their potential, Um, they're getting validation from other people. Other people looking at them, checking them out, talking to them is making them feel good about themselves. Where us as humans, I think it's our responsibility to figure out our own potential. And it's sad because I don't think most of us recognize our potential. So how can you live up to your potential if you don't even see what your potential is? And so... This is how I this is I just came up with this by looking around the gym. And I was looking, I saw like a bigger couple. And I was like this couple probably has just agreed that like they like food, they like to go out, like we're a little bit overweight. And that's okay. Let's accept each other and we love food and we love eating and like that's like how we want to live. But what if one of them decides I'm going to start working out, they start looking good. And all of a sudden, they switch their priority to their health and not so much like the food. And then how does that affect their partner? And does their partner support their choice to become better because they're trying to live up to a better version of themselves, which would be considered their potential? And so I think as couples, a really hard thing is for to let our partners live up to their potentials and support them and always encourage each other to be better. And sometimes I feel like like at the gym, people are walking around, looking at each other, trying to get validation, trying to feel good about themselves because maybe who they're with isn't um, supporting or doesn't understand what they need or maybe they don't understand what they need themselves. And so... Um, for me personally, like this, like I was thinking about myself in my previous marriage and I would go work out and I go to the gym to go to the gym. But I did notice like girls would come up and talk to me. I'd be like stretching over on the mats and they'd be like, 
hey, do you stretch much? I was like, not really. And then slowly worked their way in to try to get a hole to try to infiltrate your um, marriage. And nowadays with social media, all you have to do is get somebody's name. What's your name? Kelsey. Kelsey what? Reynolds. Oh, cool. Look her up on Instagram. Bada bing, bada boom. Hit her up in the DMs. Saw you at the gym, girl. You looking sexy. Your boyfriend seems like a fucking dick. Maybe you should come over to my place. And all of a sudden there's like dick pics going back and forth. I guess not back and forth because the one is a girl. So she shouldn't have a dick unless it's a transgender or transvestite or sex changey McGee. So... But it was just, it's like, this happened back like 10, I remember like 10, Sophie was a baby, so like 11. I was having this happen at the gym with girls, and I have to be like, honestly, I'm not comfortable with this. Like, I remember this one girl took my phone one time, she's like, hey, have you seen this YouTube, it's really funny, and I was like, no, and she's like, grabs my phone, puts her number in my phone like sends me a YouTube and I was like god damn this is uncomfortable and my wife at the time would be working out at the same gym and she'd be like what's up with this girl talking all the time I was like I don't know it's really weird and uncomfortable I don't even know she's just really unhappy with her relationship and so first off I didn't know my potential I didn't know what I was living up to so a little bit of me was giving in to like this oh man this like feels good like this girl likes me and she thinks I'm good looking and this and that. But then like deep down I knew that there was something missing in myself that I wasn't going to get from like giving myself to her. So, but all I'm trying to teach, I'm not trying to teach, all I'm trying to like, I guess teach from my life's lessons, something that I learned is that everything comes with from within you Everything outside of you, it's just happening and you can let things affect your life if you choose to, but you are in control of how your life plays out. And everything that happens to you, you really kind of do manifest it into your life. Um, I was going to therapy with my ex-wife a lot, marriage counseling, and we because I've talked about this before, but I did have an affair. And we were talking about that. And I remember like one of my ex's biggest fears was that I would cheat because it had happened previously in relationships that were important to her. And sometimes you want something that not happened so bad that insecurities and things, you'll put that on somebody. Like you'll project... And I'm not blaming her for me doing what I did at all. But I'm just saying, like, statistically, if you look at it, a lot of times your biggest fears, things that you're running from, are what you become. I heard that in a song the other day. What you run from tends to be what you become. Instead of facing things and realizing you have problems, if you run away from stuff and you don't face them head on, then a lot of times you do become the things that you're so scared of and you can't blame anybody else for your actions your actions are your actions but 
I think it's important to take a look deep inside of yourself. Recognize truly like what is your potential? What do other people see in you that you wish you saw in yourself? And are you able to form a better self-image and a better life trajectory, a better life path that would be more suitable and be more fulfilling to what you want for yourself and for like your loved ones and people that surround you. Um, and then if you're with somebody that maybe doesn't see your potential or doesn't let you live up to your potential, try communicating. Try pinpointing like what it is you need and communicating what your needs are because I think that's a big thing too is people don't know what their needs are and so your partner, your spouse, they don't know what to give you because you don't even know what it is you need. That's also something that I never knew. Like I never, I always put my needs aside. I always thought sacrificing was the way to live life. Like I should always sacrifice my happiness, sacrifice like my time, sacrifice like things that I want for the benefit of others and I think that comes from my Mormon culture because when you go to the temple they're like you make a covenant you will sacrifice your time energy efforts money everything to building the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints like you promise that if you're Mormon you know you promised that and it's gotta fuck with your subconscious a little bit because you know you did it and you were in there you do it all the time so you start to get this like mindset that like sacrificing my happiness and sacrificing like what I want is more important than keeping myself healthy, doing what's good for me, recognizing my potential, like putting time and effort into hobbies and goals and dreams that are meaningful to you. And so my invitation is just look at your life, maybe get a journal, write some stuff down. Um, I hit up day one the app people to see if I could uh, be a sponsor for them because I use them. I write all my songs in their app. I keep it as a journal. write my jokes in there for my Tuesday funnies. But it's one where you can talk. You can talk out your journal. So if you guys want a good, if you want a good app, um, use that day one. And then just write some stuff out, right? Like what means a lot to you? Where do you want to be in life? Could you actually be there if you started to make like necessary changes? Where did you give up on your dreams? Do you have to backtrack a long way to start unraveling where you've lost the path you want to be on? Is it worth it to start working towards getting your dream? Or do you just settle into a life that you're not happy with? And just drink a lot, smoke a lot. Smoke weed every day. Because that's also a way. Oxycontins, you can get into those. Those will help numb it. Cocaine, that'll make you feel really good, I think. I never tried that one. Um, but alcohol, that numbs that shit. So you could go that route. Or step back, do some work, work through your shit. Become a better version of yourself. Step into a life that's meaningful. And 
start to live up to the potential you once saw in yourself as a small child before you threw away things that were meaningful to you. Goodbye, my fellow Americans and some that aren't Americans.